it's useful for you to know that you are not alone in what you want. When I was reading your question, I remembered countless times when Matthew and I were at a yoga class or a meditation retreat or a spiritual workshop, and people would come and say to us, oh, I wish my partner was here with me. I wish my wife was interested in this. I wish I could share this with a person I love. Usually when someone would say that, there would be sadness in their voice. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you transform your communication. Because when you transform your communication, you transform your life and all your relationships. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Language Alchemy Podcast. Whether you're here for the first time or you've been following me for a while, you know that every so often I answer your questions in this podcast. My plan for 2023 and beyond is to devote a Q&A podcast episode the third week of every month to answering questions. So if you'd like me to answer your question next, ask away. And how do you send your question to me? Very simple. Go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast question. Oh, and at the end of this episode, I'm going to tell you what kind of questions I'll address on the podcast. Right now, I'd like to answer a question I received about being in conscious, intimate relationships. This question came from Erica. Let me read her question. Erica says, Alejandra, I'm in my late 30s, and I've been on the spiritual path for the last five years. I practice yoga and meditation. I've also done a lot of inner work, but I don't know how to apply all of this to dating. I've had a couple of long-term relationships, but I don't feel like they've been deep relationships. When I start dating someone, things are great and fun, but about a year or so later, things feel flat. I do date good people, but I want something more meaningful. I think the issue is that I have not been able to find a partner who's interested in the spiritual aspect of life. And at this point in my life, I don't want to settle for someone just because I'll be 40. So I have two questions for you. Is it that I'm not being authentic when I communicate with the people I date? And if so, how do I communicate with someone to let them know that I like the fun, but that I also want to have a deep and meaningful long-term relationship. Well, Erica, first of all, thank you so much for your question. And most of all, for wanting to have a long-term relationship that is deep and meaningful. What I'm hearing is that you do have a deep and meaningful inner life and relationship with yourself because of your spiritual practices of yoga and meditation, and that now you'd like to know how to bring the intimacy that you have been cultivating within yourself to a romantic partner. Before I address your question directly, I'd like to get something out of the way. 
In order to have a meaningful and deep relationship as a spiritual practitioner, you don't necessarily have to have a partner who's also on the spiritual path. I'll talk more about this in a bit. Before I do that, though, I think it's useful for you to know that you are not alone in what you want. When I was reading your question, I remembered countless times when Matthew and I were at a yoga class or a meditation retreat or a spiritual workshop, and people would come and say to us, oh, I wish my partner was here with me. I wish my wife was interested in this. I wish I could share this with a person I love. Usually when someone would say that, there would be sadness in their voice. And some people sincerely told us that they were envious of all the couples like us who were on this path of transformation together. So please know that what your heart longs for is also the wish of many hearts. Now, you mentioned the spiritual path, Erica, and many people also call it the path of transformation. As I answer your question, I will be using the two terms, the path of transformation and the spiritual path interchangeably. What I can say with all sincerity, transparency, and integrity is that from my experience and from what I've witnessed, it can be easier to have a partner who's on the path of transformation like you are. And that it's also very possible to have a deep and meaningful relationship with someone who isn't on the spiritual path. Now, whether your partner is or isn't on the spiritual path, every relationship with an intimate other will bring challenges related to depth. Every couple I've worked with and every person I've worked with who is or wants to be in a long-term relationship whether they are aware of this or not, whether they can name this or whether they discover this during our work together, they come to me because they want to have more meaning and greater depth in their relationship. And meaning and depth in a relationship completely depend on the quality of your communication. If you've been following the podcast for a while, then you've heard me talk about the five levels of connection that I teach during my fall online course, the course called Choosing Through Connection. When I teach about the five levels of connection, I help people see that the kind of language they use every day determines how deep the relationship will go. So yes, Erica, the language you're using with people you're dating will communicate to them the kind of level of depth that you would like to have with them. Now, in a little bit, I'm going to give you some specific ideas and pieces of advice, if you will, about how you can communicate this from the start, even before you begin dating. As I'm recording this episode, you might hear my cat purring. He has some kind of radar, and every time I record an episode, he just wants to be on my lap. All right, where were we? I want to continue answering your question about being with a partner who is on the spiritual path like you are. For the kind of relationship you want, as I said earlier, that person doesn't have to be on the path of transformation. However, you do need to have someone who's willing to respect that being on this path is very meaningful to you, that this is something you deeply value and care about. 
And because this is important to you to increase the chances of a deep and meaningful relationship, then partner with someone who's willing to support you in what's meaningful for you. And that would include honoring how you engage with life. So, for example, you mentioned you meditate. And perhaps you meditate every day. If that's so, you need to be with a partner who will respect that you will be meditating every day. And also someone who will support you in having the space and silence needed for meditation. You also mentioned that for you, the spiritual path is the path of yoga. So you need to date someone who encourages you to go to a yoga class when maybe you feel torn about going. Someone who respects that you'll be devoting time, energy, and monetary resources to studying about yoga, to going on retreats, taking workshops, courses, going to places to deepen your practice. I have worked with various couples who were married and came to me because one of them was on the spiritual path and the other one wasn't. In some cases, one partner was on the path of transformation before they met. And in many cases, one of the partners discovered the spiritual path after they got married. In our work together, these couples learn to communicate to one another what their values are and why they are important. And in our sessions, we see how to cultivate mutual willingness, openness, and respect. When these elements are present and both partners are willing to be open and to respect each other's values, these couples are able to go deeper in their relationship and they are able to experience more meaning and fulfillment together, even if they're not both on the path. When a partner who's on the spiritual path is able to express how much joy awareness, peace, and understanding the spiritual practices give them, the one who's not on the path, but who respects and loves their partner, they want that partner to experience this level of joy, this sense of peace, of fulfillment, and they're happy to support their partners, even if they themselves don't feel inclined to join their partners on a retreat or anything that could be considered spiritual. So once again, I just want to emphasize, and I know I'm being repetitive, I'm doing that for a reason, because it is possible for you to have a deep and meaningful relationship with someone who, unlike you, is not on the path of transformation, or who at this moment when you are dating them is not on the path of transformation. I hope that we were able to get that out of the way. And that you are clear that the issue here is not that you haven't been able to find someone to partner with who's not interested in the spiritual aspect of life. And now let's go to the other part of your question, which is actually very juicy. You said, and I quote, I have two questions for you. Is it that I'm not being authentic when I communicate with the people I date? And how do I communicate with someone I date to let them know that I like the fun, but that I also want to have a deep and meaningful long-term relationship? All right, 
It is in these two questions where you will find the communication gold. If you are on a spiritual path and that is important to you, when you describe yourself, when you talk about yourself, when you share about how you spend your time, if you are not sharing that you are on a path of transformation, if you don't mention how meaningful the practices of yoga and meditation are for you, then you are not communicating authentically. And if that is so, then it would be important to do some inquiry and find out what kind of inner dialogue is going on for you that's leading you to omit something that is so important to you. So that's the first communication piece you need to work on, your inner communication. Then you need to look at your terms of engagement and how you are communicating them. So you said that you date good people, right? At some point, you made a decision that one of your terms of engagement was to date good people, whatever good means to you. So if to you, good people means someone who, for example, is respectful of women, then you wouldn't date someone who's disrespectful of women, right? You have that term of engagement. In the same way, it may be that you have another term of engagement, and that is that you will date someone who is either on the spiritual path or someone who's open and respectful of your own path. Your terms of engagement are based on your core values. And so that's the second communication piece you need to work on. You need to be clear on what truly matters to you. And once you know that, you need to explore your non-negotiable terms of engagement. And of course, you need to communicate them. To use the example from before, your non-negotiable term of engagement is to date someone who respects women. If the person you're dating demonstrates that they, in fact, do not respect women, then that's a non-negotiable term of engagement for you, and you wouldn't date that person, right? So after you're clear on what your terms of engagement are, which again, they're based on your values, your communication needs to reflect those terms of engagement in a consistent way from the very beginning. So for example, if you're on dating apps, you want to make sure your profile describe your core values, your most important terms of engagement. And if you have pictures of yourself on your profile, then make sure you have a variety of pictures, which in your case would include some pictures of you meditating, doing yoga, going on retreats or something like that. And the third piece of communication advice I'd like to offer you is that when you go on dates, you need to have conversations about all of this. In your case, Erica, you need to be able to talk about what the spiritual path means to you, what it brings to your life, to the life of others around you, how it impacts your day-to-day, -day, your view of the world, your ability to relate to yourself and others. And during these conversations, you need to know if the other person is open, if they're interested or curious about learning about what you've learned, what you're learning, and what's important to you. All right, I could talk so much about this, but I think I've given you enough for you to meditate and work with. 
To recap, remember, number one, the level of depth and meaning in your intimate relationship depends on the quality of your communication. Number two, you don't need to have a partner who's on the spiritual path like you are in order to have a deep and meaningful long-term relationship. And number three, I gave you three pieces of communication advice. First, work with your inner dialogue to understand how it is that you are not expressing yourself authentically when you date someone and you're omitting talking about what matters to you. The second piece is to get clear on your core values and your terms of engagement. And the third one is to communicate in alignment with your values and your non-negotiable terms of engagement. I hope this was useful not just to Erica, but to all of you who are listening. If you are on my mailing list, you can contact me directly and let me know what resonated for you. I love hearing from you. Also, remember that I said at the beginning that I'll devote a Q&A episode every third week of each month. I'd love to answer your questions about how to communicate with greater authenticity, confidence, clarity, or compassion. It's very easy to submit a question. All you need to do is go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast question and enter your question there. I will add the link in the show notes. For the month of March, in honor of International Women's Day, I'm accepting questions about anything related to communication and women. Also know that I answer your questions on the emails I send every Wednesday. If you're on my mailing list, you can get answers there as well. And if you aren't in my mailing list, go to languagealchemy.com and sign up. Now, before you go, I want to ask you to help me reach more people by leaving a five-star review of the Language Alchemy podcast wherever you've subscribed to it. So as soon as you're done listening to this episode, please go and give me a review. That will help me get this message to more people. All right. Thank you so much for listening. And Erica, thank you for your question because your question helps others. I'm sure others are going through the same or very similar experience you are going through. I also want to thank Patricia for emailing me about how the podcast I've shared about long-term relationships resonated for her. And I'm going to quote what she said, that these episodes in February touched a place in her to be mindful, conscious, and open to the love that is here with her husband. Next week, I'll have a special guest for you, and we'll talk about women and communication. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapau. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.